This is the Neds NRL Punting Podcast with Jarrell Yao Yi, Oscar Panifex, Liam Fogarty, and Jared Timms. Blink and you'll miss it. Six weeks of the 2023 NRL Premiership season are already in the rearview mirror. The ladder has taken shape. And West Tigers fans, finally, you're going to get your first competition points of the season in round seven. They don't deserve it. They might still find a way to bottle it, to be fair. They might. They might. Well, g'day, punters. My name's Jared Timms. Welcome to episode seven, season two of the Neds NRL Punting Podcast. Diving in, as he does each and every week, Broncos great Gerald Yao Yi. Belly flopping in actually Jared one of the best Ooh. at my primary school at that they called me the Grovely Gator for, for a reason um, yeah it's good to be back it's really really good to be back uh, for another round of rugby league okay and from rugby league writers Oscar Panifex thank you boys what did they yep. call you in high school uh Oh, Jesus, come on. <laughs> give, me, give me at least a few oh, seconds yeah. to think of something. Uh, a little gimp boy, I think they might have called me in high school. That's what we call yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, that's that one's carried over. Yeah, no, it's, it's followed me through life. So, yeah, happy to be here. And Ned's betting man, Liam Fogarty. Yeah, hello. Good to see you, boys. <laughs> What was yours? What was your high school nickname? Um, Distracts others, uh, doesn't uh, lacks focus, (laughs) can't string a sentence together. That's carried on. Perfect for podcasting. By the way, my wife's a speech pathologist, so if you need any help, I'll I'll, uh, send send it my way. Lead you into that. Well, not like that. We'll just get weird anyway. (laughs) Whoa, you went there. Wow. Well, first and foremost, guys, happy anniversary. Oh, is it? Oh, wow. Do you know what we're talking about, to you? No. April 12th, 77 years ago today, the Manly Seagulls played their first ever New South Wales Rugby League game. That is an absolute piece. 77 years ago. Who gave you a platform? (laughs) (laughs) It's a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wow. played Western Suburbs in their first game. It was a Brookvale Oval, and they got absolutely towed. Well, mm. if they keep going like that, there'll be a relegation. They'll be going back down to New yeah. South Wales Cup. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'll never happen. Uh, something that did just happen, just before we've stepped in here, though, unfortunately, Viliami kick out. Wow. Mm. He's yeah. been injured. Does someone want to speak more to this? I've literally only just heard about it. Pectorial muscle tear. Um, mm. I think he'd be gone for... They're usually, I think they're usually 10 weeks. They're a uh, horrific looking injury. But I think with, you know, the day and age that we're in and with everything that comes with physios and whatnot, I think it might be, could be a little eight, bit shorter. Eight to 10, maybe. Yeah, eight to I 10. I think NRL physio said eight to 10. So. You, ever, oh. you ever had a pec injury, draw? I've got to have pecs to it. Yeah, yeah that's I, that was the joke. I was about to crack. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I've never had, actually had a tear touch wood in, in anything. I've never had a. I've never had anything like that. The only thing I did was snap my ankle. So my mom told me, if you're going to do something, do it properly. <laughs> Is there a bit of bad luck happening at Canterbury, do you think, Oscar? Oh, maybe. I think my first thought when I saw this was um, Penrith over the last three years went pretty much that whole period without yeah. losing a player for, yeah. for a long time, like, you know, over, let's say, six to eight weeks. Certainly didn't have to deal with any injuries like this. And then, you know, it's just bad luck for the doggies, I guess, that they get kick out and, and now that's when he gets hit with a big big layoff. You reckon because, I don't know, but maybe he's doing extra work, uh, extra load and maybe pushed a little bit too hard at training because this is obviously a training injury. It's all happened in the game. Yeah, maybe. I think most of the pectoral injuries that we see are ones where a guy puts his arm out to make a tackle and it kind of yanks him. So I don't know if that's going to be a product of of overworking. Mm. It feels to me more just like 
really shit luck for the dogs. Yeah. Mm. Particularly at a time when um, Pangai Junior's been named to come back this week. But they've still got a lot of troops on the sidelines. Luke Thompson we haven't seen this year. Yep. So that pack isn't or hasn't been at full strength so far and won't be now for another 10 weeks. Yeah. That is a shame. What isn't a shame, perhaps, for the Storm fans, they're finding a bit of form. Cam Mm. Munster named at fullback this week. Now, this is something that you suggested at the start of the season, wasn't it, Liam? Uh, no, I, 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 I threw it up. Might have been Oscar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I Sorry. threw it up. Both a handsome young men. Okay. I get it. <laughs> Easily mistaken. Yeah, <laughs> I threw it up a few weeks ago when we were talking about whether Jonah Pezzett, um mm, holds his spot in the halves. I'm not going to take and credit for that. that sounds no, a lot more rugby league too big, than too big for me. <laughs> Football. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, it's a great opportunity for Pezzett. I think I'm interested to see. Um, I'm not sure if the Storm will be any better with Munster at fullback, only because Meany's been doing such yes. a good job there. But I'm interested to see how they change, the, particularly their attack. Um, Munster's a guy who's you know brings a lot of ball playing to that position. So it'll be mm-hmm. interesting to see whether they play a little bit more expansive. Maybe they're um, changing their directions and dropping back against the grain a little bit more rather than just doing those standard block shapes um, in the back line. I there, just, so. it, it just gives him a lot more freedom in the game, doesn't it? Like, mm. I mean, we're seeing – I mean, the first six rounds, he just looked – so hard to tackle that yeah. that left or right foot step. He's beating that first player every time. So can you imagine when he's around the ruck and he, he's got a bit of freedom to play and he's there for an offload and yeah. there's a bit of broken play. I think I'm 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 I like Cam Munster when he's playing fullback. I mean I, I watched him when he played up there at Capra's. Yeah. That's when he thought he had his yeah. breakout year um, up there and he was playing fullback um, for a period of time killed there it. and just killed it. Made it look like uh, preschool, you know, mm. you know, some of the stuff he's doing. And no doubt when uh, we see him go to this fullback um, jersey at Melbourne, he'll do the same, I reckon. Is it going to be worrying signs for the Sea Eagles? I think this it is, week? yeah. And I just don't like the way Tom looks at the moment. No, no. Like he doesn't yeah. – there, there, there was a um, chat that it's, it's his back is spasming, mm. but I can tell you this much. It's whatever's happening with his hamstrings mm. is affecting it's his back related, and yeah. it's all related. So he's obviously fixed his hamstrings now to move somewhere else. That's – you know, it's not good for them because, you know, when when something like that, your back starts to go, it's it's hard to, to, to play good footy. Yeah, for sure. Well, in the here and now, I really hope Cam Munster is horrific. At <laughs> but I'm not sure there. I'm going to be proven yeah, right on that, that one. Uh, guys, Anthony Griffin and the Dragons. Now, the Dragons <laughs> board are meeting next week to discuss the coach's future. Given he is still in the job... I mean, well, them meeting, I should say, first and foremost, probably means that he's gone at the end of next week, right? Given he's still in the job, is this horrific form from the club to call this meeting and let everyone know that they've got a, a list of coaching candidates that they're looking at? I just think you, if you're going to do it to someone, you should have just done it at the start of the year. Yeah. Like, I just I don't like um, seeing any coach go, you know, I mean, as much as we talked about at the start of the year, which coach we think is going to go first, I don't like seeing it. I'd rather see the players, you know, them get a full year or he, he was gone before the start of the year because I think Ben Hunt's come out earlier today and said, you know, I'm I'm not ready to just start. He doesn't start have the time. Brand, yes, yeah. to, to, he doesn't want to start with a brand new coach. He wants to win a grand final. Yeah, like, absolutely. Dozer's running out of time. He knows that and he's getting more mature. He understands these type of things. And I think if you take away... Anthony Griffin, um, you know, being selfish here in a way from Ben Hunt, you probably don't see, you know, the best footy come out in Ben Hunt. And for Dragons fans, that's not what you want because at the moment he is the glue that's holding that um, that, that, that whole, uh, you know, team together. So I don't know. I don't know where they go. But they either tell him now and just say, look, we've gone and told Anthony 
that he's got this year, and yeah. that's it. Because then he can, then they can just move on, and, and and that's it. But I think if you sack a coach now before round ten, you know, it's it doesn't do the team any good. That was going to be my next question, actually. Of course, Ben Hunt did come out and mm. say, "Oh, look, I think it puts us back a couple of years." Have you? You're a good mate of his. Have you had a speak to him personally? Oh, I've, yeah, I've had a conversation. Um, Tell us I, in vivid detail, yeah. word for word, <laughs> what he said. No, it's not. You know what? We, when when I talk to him about this type, we don't really talk too much footy yeah of course but, yeah. but it is you know it's you can tell there's tension and you know that he he doesn't want change yeah, um fair. i just ask him how's everything going and he's like yeah it's as good as it can be um and then we just more talk about family stuff so um you know i'd like to give you more insight but mm. with my tight tight mates i don't really like talking about footy too much but um if it gets to next week and we need some content i'll, uh, I'll see what i can chase there we go. <laughs> i'm telling you now that we will yeah <laughs> i think it's i think it's strange timing like you've just said i'm not sure i understand the reasoning behind doing it now versus seven weeks it's been ago. really public mm. as well they've come out really public haven't as, they? as they've been yeah. over the last you know few coaching changes that they've gone yeah. through i think uh, it doesn't make sense to me from a from a playing perspective they've played with their first choice spine let alone their first choice team but this the spine of little hunt Amon and Sloan. Yep. They have only played one game, I think, together this year. Amon coming back from that no fault stand down yeah. um, layoff. So, like, it's a strange um, sa uh, sample size to judge Griffin on and to judge the Dragons on this year. They've moved Lomax and Sully to the other sides of the field. They've got a new hooker in there. They've got a new a rookie fullback in there. To me, it seems like they're jumping the gun a little bit. Um, yeah. And we've, I personally, I think we've seen enough from them. That hasn't been a great start to the year, but we've seen enough from um, them to think that there might be something there worth working towards, rather than just throwing the baby out with the bath. Yeah. Well, I know, I know what with Hook as well. He's like the people that don't see the stuff behind the scenes. Like he has taken what he was doing here at the Broncos, what he did at Penrith with all the younger players. I mean, Penrith didn't need a lot of help. We knew that what, mm. that what was coming through there. Mm -hmm. But he made sure that those core group of players stayed together. And the stuff he's doing with the juniors down there to try to keep kids that are in Wollongong and everything, yep. is it's so hard to do because you lose them to other clubs. Yeah. He's doing everything he possibly can for the next generation as well. And I think that's something that the Dragons aren't willing to wait for. Yeah, They're just like, you got to go now. And, you know, when we... Think about you know their starts. I mean, that you know round one they had a buy. Um, they got done by the Titans in no well, they, they done did the, the they did the Titans two, yeah. uh, round two. Mm. Um, they got done by the top team in round three. Yeah. The Broncos the, which, with with them for seventy minutes, but but yeah. looked yeah. they looked exactly. tight with them. Like it it took us a little bit to, to get rid of them. Um, they comfortably did the Fins in round four. The sh yeah, and then How they, could we forget they've about been that? with the oh hang on who were they uh, the Sharks that shark, the yeah. Sharks because. Um, we've seen uh, our sexy wethead yeah. uh, man back in the game, That's right, uh, yep. Nico Hines. Um, you know, and then they did the Dolphins. Like, they only just lost to the Titans on the yeah. weekend in yeah. a nail bite of that. Something that those some of those kids need to, you know, be a part of. I think they need to be a part of those tight win losing games yeah. to understand how to win. And I think he's been pretty hard done by. For some reason, the, the board always doesn't get along with Hook because yeah. he's like, I, I just... He he likes to have it in a certain way. Yeah. He doesn't always get it his way, but he's a he's a very stern coach and he's a bit old school and um, players want to play for him. Yeah, I think I mean I'll throw this to you guys. If you let's say Griffin gets a sack as we speak, 
and aside from throwing in, you know, Wayne Bennett, Craig Bellamy or Trent Robinson, mm. is there really a coach in the NRL who you think can take this current roster to, you know, confidently say that they're going to take them to finals footy? I don't think like, so. Like, are right. they in that place no, right now? No. I am a big Des Hasler fan and uh, he true. is good at that sort of thing, but yep. he would be about the best and about the only person mm. And I still think they'd be fringe eight, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, after you've said that then, I can't imagine what the board must have been thinking coming into this season. Oh, after six rounds, they need to be undefeated. Mm. For yeah, it's, to be, that's, that's what it feels it's like. It's ludicrous. Yeah. It is ludicrous. And, and sacking him now, surely that's just you saying the season's done. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just throwing yeah. the, the and, twins and, out and of the And they're actually layer. looking, like, I don't know if this is the best thing for the Dragons at the moment. They're looking internal. Yeah. Like, as in, like, look for an ex-player. Do the Dragons really need an ex-player to do no. this? I think they need to look... External, out, yeah. Outside. I think that's where they're best. They need something to come in and, you know, they obviously have a couple of those players that are already around there um, that, you know, know the place. Keep them, but you need a coach to come in. If, if they're going to do it, they needed to do it at the start of the year. And they did. But I, I have full faith in Hook and I know the players. Like, I, I know that they don't have a problem with him at all. Guys, how good is the NRL Open Group? <laughs> oh, oh well, it's, it's good it's, for some of it. It's, 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 it was really good over the weekend. It's good if you like winning yeah. money. Well, there's so many reasons why it's good. I mean, the, tips, the amount of green flags that are in there on yeah. a weekend, and hats yep. off to you blokes because you're absolutely killing it on that front. Mm. How many in the AFL won this week, Liam? Uh, zero once again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad because they could probably hear us yeah. out there. <laughs> well, as I do each and every Tuesday morning, I open the floor to the punters in the NRL open group. Yes. Do you have any questions? Do you have anything you want us to discuss? And I specifically asked for our mate Mountain Dew because mm. he usually comes yeah. through something good. Now, no Mountain Dew, but Martin Magic has Martin. gotten involved. <laughs> I've, I've run into him in the valley, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, strap oh, yourself. He might have been in the, the The tone of this message could have been in the valley yeah, this morning, yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> I've heard a rumour that Mountain Dew is getting surgery today and will be unavailable for comment. <laughs> Luckily, I am his twin brother. Oh so he's heard God. a rumour about his twin yeah, brother. Yeah, going yeah, heard it on the grapevine. <laughs> and can shed some light on the situation. He's undergoing keyhole surgery on his knee from playing local his mixed butthole. touch and he's torn his ACL chasing down a six-year-old who took an intercept off him. <laughs> Sounds about right. Unfort it still goes. <laughs> Unfortunately, the try was not saved by the 100-kilo beast. Oh, what a descriptive. Too many mountains. Yeah. <laughs> and he laid down somehow draw a penalty, which was not awarded unlucky. Anyway, his podcast questions, <laughs> according to Martin Magic, we've got one each. Oh, really? Unreal. He's tailored a question. So it starts off with Gerald. Mm -hmm. Thoughts on the Rapana injury and penalty? Oof. Uh, yeah, obviously, I'd never want to see a player get injured. Yep. I think in the context of the game, oh, it's, a, it's a. I think it's a tough one. Not just saying this for the Broncos fan, it's a tough one. But when you have a split head and you come through with it, it's. I, it's fair play. I think I think the penalty stands. It's, it is what it is. As much as I don't, if that happened to you know a Bronco, I'd probably want a penalty fair. as well. Um, I think if he comes down and there's no split head and there's no blood splurting out, it's probably play on. 100%. But because of the severity of it, uh, brutal, yeah. wasn't it? It was. It was brutal. Um, but my theory about this this bloody competition. Load up on the Bronx, guys. <laughs> yeah. Telling you. We'll come back to well, you yeah, in a minute. Uh, the second question was for me. Surely Hook <laughs> won't see out the year as Saints coach. We've just gone through that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, he oh. probably won't. Uh, Oscar, the third one is for you. Should Mountain Dew change his name to Broken Ankles? <laughs> 
Thanks for coming at me with the hard-hitting <laughs> questions. Because <laughs> you've studied his X's and O's. Martin <laughs> Magic. Yeah, this is the type of gear that I rugby mean, league riders really hit into week in, week out. I, I don't mind Mountain Dew's name. I, I'm wondering why, if Martin Magic is the twin brother of Mountain Dew, then why isn't uh, why isn't he keeping it in the family? I'd like to see a Sunkissed or yeah. a, a Pepsi <laughs> yeah. Max uh, username yeah. in there next yeah, time. Like that. um, Sugar-free, yeah. maybe? Yeah, sugar-free yeah. solo. Yeah, yeah. All right. good. You haven't answered the question there, oh, though. Should he change his name? He doesn't care. Going? I don't think he <laughs> <laughs> nah. All right, and finally, Liam. Surely Money snags a double playing at the back this weekend Ooh. against an injured Turbo. Yeah, oh, look, I'm going to be pretty biased because I love Cam Munster, but I crunched the numbers as I normally do before I make a recommendation. That's creepy. Manly have allowed six tries to fullbacks this year, but four of those two were to Edwards last week and two mm. were to Gutho, so it's only two games. So elite tries. fullbacks, though, that is, yeah. that's what you're saying. But Meany's scored five tries this year from fullback. Right. Um, you can get Munster for $2.70 or two. you can get him for two tries at nine twenty-five. dollars I'm yeah, okay. probably right. going to take him for one. Bit of value there. Um, but nine twenty-five. dollars you know, better than a poke in the eye. Yeah. Ooh. And Magic Martin seems to be onto a few things here as well. So who knows? Yeah. <sighs> All right. Uh, the Broncos suffered their first defeat of the season against the lowly Canberra mm. Raiders. You just mm. touched on it before. We spoke about it earlier in the week, Gerald. And no, we they're not question. falling off. I said, are the wheels falling <laughs> off of the Broncos? Unsurprisingly, you one so took one perspective. <laughs> And the other took another. Oscar, are the wheels falling off at the Broncos? No, no, they're not falling off. I think this one probably falls into the category of uh, one of my least favourite sayings in rugby league, which is that it's a loss that they probably needed to have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, okay. Um, I think they were before, two halves. Before, yeah, before a no, whistle was even blown. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Credit to the boys. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think they lost that before the whistle even went, to be yeah. honest. I think just the intensity that they started that game with compared to Raiders, it was just completely different outfit yeah. and it's completely different to what we saw from the Bronx over the first five weeks. Yep. They've got all that dazzling talent in the back line, which we like to talk about, but the thing that they've done really well over the first four rounds is they won the middle first. Right. Um, Pat Carrigan and Payne Haas were just rolling around the ruck, yeah. either generating momentum to play on the back of or second phase play. And that's when Walsh and Staggs and co were able to kind of rip and tear. So they didn't do that. They still looked like they might have enough, you know, strike to, to win it, um, even though they probably didn't deserve to win last yeah. week. But, yeah, in the end, Raiders just too gritty and, and, and too tough. Pretty keen to hear your non-biased opinion yeah. on the Broncos and whether or not the wheels are falling uh, off. I, they certainly haven't fallen off, but I, I agree with Oscar. Like, I think they just ran out like their shit didn't stink in the first half. Mm. Sure. Um, and It stunk. And it stunk, <laughs> but uh, the, the, their second half was was much improved. I think Kevy probably put a rocket up them, and, um, you know, if they come out and play like that the whole game, they're... They win that comfortably. They're facing a genuine top six side in the Gold Coast <laughs> Titans this week. Yeah, I think they blow them out of the park. Do you reckon? Yeah. yeah. Titans, I, the Titans, I was having a look. The last 10 games, I don't know if this is the stat, it's five each the yeah. last 10 yeah. times. Yeah, and, and it is. To, seems to be, we spoke about it earlier in the week on Unpopular Opinions, yep. um, it seems to be one of our bogey sides, mm. um, the little brother versus big brother. Uh, we go down the uh, the M1 and, um, you know, try and uh, do a job on them. And they're, you know, they're obviously playing with a, not a lot of confidence. I mean – 
look, if you if if you talk about the game on the weekend, they obviously know they're, they're starting to understand how to win games because we all thought that that game was over on the weekend with the Titans and the Dragons. Mm. Um, but you know, I'm good on them. I I, I think I, I I want them to play good footy the mm. Titans because it makes this game interesting. And I and I also think that having, like I said, having what else you said, having that loss last week is going to spur them on to to want to play a lot better. And that is scary. Um, for the Titans because I think they would have rather took if you ask the Titans they would have rather took them if they'd beaten the Raiders this yeah, week because sure. then they've yeah. got the opportunity for the upset yeah. but now they know oh shit they're going to come here and we, we've got to do a job on them yeah. um, and it's going to be tough to do uh, they don't have the I don't. I'm not, I think it's we have a better record down there than they do than we do up here actually. So, yeah, I think that's yeah. yeah. So I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I think it's going to be a blowout in the end. I think um, Renault's kicking game is going to be a huge part. Um, and yeah, I think they put them away. All right. Well, round eight, they then play Parramatta. Mm-hmm. Not playing well, but desperate. They have been a bogey side for the Broncos. Yep. Round nine, they're taking on the Bunnies, Oscar. Mm. And then round ten, they're playing a club with seventy-seven years of rich history because it's Magic Round. <laughs> Magic <laughs> Round, yeah. The Manly. Seagulls. Away at Suncorp. Yeah, yeah, away at Suncorp. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, tough one for him. Weird game that one. Fifty nil Manly yeah. two years ago, and then forty four six or something yeah, last Cobo year. Cobo scored a hat trick. If it? I, yeah. it was quite blurry for me yeah. by the end of that game. <laughs> but uh, I was sitting just above where that massive fight broke yeah. out, and at forty nil, oh, I yeah, was sorry hoping about to get involved. You, in that, you, to were, you were the one starting it. I thought. <laughs> well, uh, the punters had their say in response, Gerald, as well to the video that we yep. did earlier in the week. Terry Ead said, "No, not at all. He thinks the Broncos." will be up there yep. for the entire year. Richard Goaty, I think they will struggle come origin time and will finish bottom end of the eight. Yeah. Just about what happened last year. They mm. just happened to slip out right at the end. Noel Hutton said if they don't make the top four from here, there really needs to be questions asked. Oh. Mm. Calm down. We're only it's six still, weeks still in the tournament. Yeah. 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 Last year. Yeah, definitely. And then top comment, Craig Warner, hope the Titans flog them this week. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> On you, Craig. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Drive-by. It didn't have the most responses. I just thought it was the top comment. <laughs> yeah. <personally>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, one debate that has absolutely raged, certainly throughout my entire memory of rugby league, is the relevance of scrums. Ooh, now, yep. you've dived head first into this this week, Oscar. Yep. I'm going to let you take it from here. Do you like scrums? Are they still still relevant. 100% they're still relevant. I love them. Yeah. I think um, there's the debate just never goes to bed, I think, about um, the way that scrums are in today's game yeah. versus how they were back in the good old days. Yeah, good Obviously, old days. Um, the tough days. Yeah, that's right. We could push, we could hook for they're not as, uh <laughs> They're not contested, um, at least not consistently, like mm. they are at the moment, which um, leads some people to ask, you know, what's the point of setting up these scrums? I think the point of setting up the scrums is it gives your attacking team such a good uh, opportunity to put on set pieces, plays that they've practiced at training during the week. Um, You can think about we're in an era where we're trying to bring the little guy back into the game and make Mm -hmm. the game more exciting. We might have gone a little bit too far with that in 2021, but I think we're in a good place now. Yeah, 100%. Scrums are the perfect um, scenario for our speedy ball players um, to really have an impact on the game. Uh, There were four four really – or five really nice tries last week from scrums. I'd – Dove deep into them on the Ned's blog. If you're interested, you can go have a look at that. Um, the Bulldogs put on one with Jake Caraz and Jacob Avarillo. Mm-hmm. Um, they ended up going about 80 metres to score. They set up a scrum on the in the midfield. 
pretty much on their own try line and they stacked the whole left edge with all their players and they just left two on, on the right-hand side. Yep. So that meant Souths put um, Tane Milne and Cody Walker on the left hand, on their left-hand side. So it was just two players marking two other players on half a football field. And it was just the speed of Karaz awesome. and um, just turned it on, it's awesome. of Avarilla. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. like some people say, oh, it's not as exciting or interesting, but that's smart footy. That's a team that identifies an opportunity yeah. and capitalizes on it, which is the same as any other try that happens. So yeah, but uh, but but either or, like you can look at it as if you defend that very well, if there's two on two, you you know you get a bit of confidence out of that. Sure, you know. But if you if you're if you're attacking, I, look, I can still remember boys wanting you know the first run off the scrum. Yep. You know, people putting their hands up and going, yeah, give me the ball. I I want to run it off the scrum because you've got so much space. It's, it's They're definitely still relevant. I love them. Um, the Dolphins put on one. Katoa, who I thought played outstanding mm, last yeah. week, stepping up as the – not the senior playmaker because Nick Arima was in there, but yep. he certainly steered the, sh- the ship um, for the Dolphins last week. Katoa and Hamaso Tabiaifado, they gave Brendan Elliott a frigging long night in the office yeah, um, in that game, testing out his positioning and his decision-making. So they put Jermaine Osaka over for one, one of three in the first half I think he ended up with. Um, so it was really nice footy from young Katoa. Um, the Broncos <clears throat> did something similar with Ezra and Reese. Uh, I think just Reese's speed with that much room to move. The Broncos in this one, they actually set up on the left-hand scrum lines. Yeah. Usually we see a lot of scrums in the middle of the field. Yep. Uh, but this time they set up on the left. They told, they showed Raiders exactly where they were going and they dared him to stop it. And Raiders just couldn't do it. The yep. speed of Walsh uh, made Jared Croker and Albert Hoppawade turn in. And then a lovely face ball got Cobo down the outside. Uh, but the best ones were the two tries that Sean Johnson set up for Adam Pompey mm. in the um, game against uh, the – oh, I'm having a mental blank. The Knights. Thank yeah. you. Um, SJ has, is in career-best form, I think, at the moment. I'm loving watching the Warriors play this year. Um, he set up to getting Adam Pompey one-on-one with Brabham Best. Yep. And just the subtleties of what Johnson's doing. He takes a couple of steps towards Jaden Braley, I think, was the man opposite him. Squares up Jaden Braley, bounces to Braley's outside, and then straightens up again at um, Best, Bradman Best's inside shoulder. Yeah. And all it took from SJ was two steps, one off his right foot and then another off his left. And that tiny little movement straight called, caused Bradman to turn in and then he popped the pass yeah, to, to yeah. Adam Pompey. And then the next time they did it, they set up similar shape. Bradman jammed in just like he did last time, and then Pompey actually got in with a lovely little specialist move to get on his outside Didn't and he score. It was so good. That was... Was hot. That was yeah. Gaz- that's Gaz- that, that's like, yeah, definitely stuff, that's hey. like your dream of that type of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I love watching um, teams attack from scrums. I think it's a really good way. Uh, it's a good equaliser as well. I think. Yeah. yeah. Good teams are going to score tries. You know, no matter what, it gives the lesser teams, for want of a better word, an opportunity with more room, less defenders to execute set pieces. So yeah, love. But you alluded on it before. It's an opportunity too. Like if you knock on you, you, the 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 attacking team gets that advantage. Yeah. To have a go. Yeah. And it yeah. should be like that. Do you, Do you think? giving teams the ability to depict where they pack the scrum from is going to sort of make it even more relevant and kind of stop that argument? Yeah, I, I like the option. I like how you can choose what side to go on or set up in the middle. I think yeah. that's it. we see some nice variation. Yeah. Um, and it gives him a chance to isolate specific defenders as well. Like if I'm versing a team and I, I think we've got a um, good matchup against your left centre, mm-hmm. then, yeah, sweet, let's set up on the left edge and open up that side of the field and isolate him in the line. And that would be something they're planning during the week, hey? Yeah, I think oh, so. 100%, yeah. 100%. 100%. Pretty consistent then. Uh, scrum's still relevant. Keep him, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Keep okay. Him. Well, uh, the bar 
bar has been set very, very high because the most successful clip in the history of the Ned's NRL punting podcast was Hunty's 21st. So <laughs> yeah. where are you taking us this week? Oh, uh, well, there's a lot of places I could still take you, but obviously I'm going to stay at the Broncos. Okay. Um, there's uh, there's a fair few overseas stories that um, I could bring into uh, the fold later in the year. Um, build some suspense. It's a long build season. Some suspense. It's, a it's a long season, season <laughs> so I don't want to go out too hard. I can't wait for origin period stories. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, neither can I. <laughs> this one was um, actually... We used to a lot, instead of going out to, you know, have piss-ups, we would sort of just uh, gather at the, uh, the, the like, the, the, the gym. So at the lo- gym? At the gym. That's so what I thought you were yeah, going right. to say. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. now... I was, like, was going to say smart, but... Uh, <laughs> now, uh, this, this story is really hectic. Yeah. It's after a... Um, we actually lost to Melbourne in 2009 down there at um, what was their big stadium where the open Olympic Park? Yeah, no, no, not Olympic oh, Park. No, 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 the roof was oh, open. Oh, um, um, what is Eddie had? Yeah, stadium. Eddie had oh, Stadium. Yeah, it would have been called. Yeah, so Eddie had Stadium. So at this stage, we were like, we were getting treated like ro- you know royalty. Yeah, we lost down there anyway. We got pumped um, by Melbourne. I think it was like 40 to 16 or something. So that was to make a grand final. Um, but we had our own plane to come back. Mm. Um, you know, we were all in business class, all the players were. So you could understand that once, you know, we all got over, you know, being upset. Um, we went to this beautiful establishment near the Gabba. I can't remember what it's called. Do you remember what that place is called at the Gabba? The Chalk? The Chalk Hotel. I was also at the Chalk that night. <laughs> you were? Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> this I was, was just about to say, shout out to my mates oh. Chris and Jay. If they weren't crying, they were very close to it that night. Yeah, so anyway, we'd come back and it was like 3 a.m. Oh, yeah. I think it would have been like I was 1, also- 1, 8, 1 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> This isn't your story. <laughs> anyway, we've got back there and we've all just obviously gathered there and we got to stay until all times of the hour. Yeah. Um, and after that, we'd left. This is only the first little bit. We started to leave. We had Dave Taylor trying to get him out of there onto a bus <laughs> to get back to the gym so we could start drinking. Um, Al's whipping him with his with his belt. Yeah. And, uh, and honestly, Dave couldn't do anything. Dave couldn't do anything about He's sort of <laughs> whipping him. Just and try, Al's trying to run away. Dave can't catch him. Get on the bus. We get back to the gym. Then it just all breaks like hell breaks loose. Yeah. Um, Dave pulls out these big 60-kilo dumbbells. They're 60-kilo dumbbells each, so 120 kilos. Yeah. Um, and this is all happening at once, by the way. Uh, Dave's doing it. Everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> like it's going crazy in the gym. This is at like 8 in the morning, right? <laughs> They're just everyone's losing it. Alf comes over, pulls his pants down, and puts his puts his bum on his face, and Dave Dave's dropping sixty kilos like on his head. And why we're all losing why we're all losing our mind at that? Oh we're like God. we're like what the hell is that? We walk outside. And the whole dumpster outside is just up in flames. Like I'm talking fully on fire. And I'm like just fully turned a blind eye to it. I was like, nah, that's none of our problems. Like we come back out and Tio's gone, I'm sorry, that was me. I let the dumpster on fire. All the trucks have turned up. There are people walking their dogs in the morning. Was there still that little cafe there next to no, the No, 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 this was before. Okay, right. So the, the fire trucks there putting this putting it out and they it just if someone had taken a picture it was just like boys with like DTs on standing around drinking beers watching <laughs> watching this big Get dumpster fire. like burn and Ben just going it's my fault it's my fault like I couldn't even imagine being that person walking like cuz it's not a public you know you know where yeah, it is. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's just fully yeah. anyway 
the it gets put out, but the dumpster's gone. It's done. It's fully like holes in it and everything. So that was one of the scare. I thought we were going to get in so much trouble for that. Yeah. Whew, straight on the rug. <laughs> <laughs> you beauty. And we just went out. I like just got, went to someone's house. and then, So that was a, that's another story that I don't think anyone knows about. Uh, might not get as big uh, hits as uh, Dozers, but um, when you've got uh, the great man Alan Langer um, doing a moon on Dave Taylor's face and then the fire trucks turn up, I think it's a pretty good story. Was there any reason for him to have set the dumpster on fire? I think he did it on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's done it on purpose. I'm not going to lie to you. I think no, he did it on purpose. Surely. But I, we've come outside and I was like, holy shit. I'm talking this thing. Like, <laughs> Just another day at the Broncos. It's time for Fog's Fast Five. All right, well, what have we had this season? We've had sporting traditions. We've had your wish list of beers with Queensland origin players. Yeah. Um, well, look, I've, what else have we had? I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Just take Doesn't us into round seven. I was trying to think of a, f- a funny segue there. Yeah. But, uh, we didn't plan this, but mine's kind of spurred on from kick-ons, just like Gerald's story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, sensational. Like so, look, boys, I was I was at the pub on Sunday. Oh, that was <laughs> not like you. Surprise, no. surprise. <laughs> I was yeah. watching the Titans-Dragons game, um, playing pool with one of the boys, and he was telling us that um, – he was at kick-ons the night before and someone had hijacked the TV when they were watching YouTube and put snooker highlights on <laughs> for like two hours. No way. Um, I could get around I could that, get around quite around frankly. Yeah. So I was, I was starting to think about, like, do you boys put YouTube on and at kick-ons and watch weird sport and highlights? And is that, or is that just a uniquely me thing? We just put Rage on, just watch music videos. Yeah, and, but okay. We turn the music got, off and just watch it. Yeah. I've got a weird one. Yeah. yeah. We, um... We put. <laughs> yeah, oh, I love we, where this we, is going. We put yeah. marble racing on and bet on it too. Oh, right, okay. uh, <laughs> we, we have also done that before. Yeah, as, as, as as I before. like that. I'm still going to steal that. Yeah. Marble racing. Because you don't know which one's going to win, right? Yeah. So everyone's like, pick a pick a color. Let's go. <laughs> that's yeah, that's sick. I haven't thought about that. But one of the things that me and my mates do is about two a.m. in the morning, we'll put old YouTube sports highlights yeah. on. Yeah. Draw, yeah, your highlights hasn't quite made it onto the rotation yet, That's but we okay. might have to squeeze them in. <laughs> I've, um, it's a limited video. That one. <laughs> oh, 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 shit. That's wow. Just <laughs> a drive-by for anyone. I'll cop that. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I thought that like this. This is all just. I went thinking about the kind of the ones that I throw on, um, and I thought I'd share with you boys and the hundreds of thousands of listeners that we get every week. Mm, yep. Uh, my top five sports vids that I played get kick-ons on YouTube. <laughs> I yes. like it. So uh, number five, it's the newest one on my rotation. It's game three of Origin last year. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. we all remember Benny Hunt's intercept, but Pong and Nanging Tedesco to score that try um, is equally as good if you ask me. Yeah. Oh, there's there's too many Queensland highlights for me to count that I throw on, so I'll summarize the rest of them. Number four here. Game three, 2020, when Munster goes sicko mode, gets a heavy play, yep. kick-ons. So does Billy Slater's chip and chase in was 2004. That the, was that the year that um, uh, Branko Lee and Edric Lee played yeah. that yep. one game? 2020. The yeah. fish were going to Byron. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the one where he looked haggard in the team photo? And the yeah, because yeah, oh, they, they, they yeah, just, right, me, just won the Melbourne Premier. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, yeah. Um, yeah, so that one there, Billy Slater's chip and chase in 04. Yeah. That was my first ever rugby league game so oh, wow. when I get a couple beers deep I get real sentimental yeah. about it yeah. <laughs> a bit emotional way too I hard to 2am yeah. um, number three 
I'm a big fan of my skateboarding vids. Oh, Tony Hawk's? No, not Ooh. quite Tony Hawk. I'm not a vert guy. I'm more okay. of a street guy. Okay. Um, Girl and Chocolates 2012. Oh. 2012, Pretty Sweet is my all-time fave, but Baker 3 and Baker Have a Death Wish. Yep. Hard to look past. Um, number two, the specific title of this vid is Every Mitchell Johnson Wicket from the 2013-14 Ashes. <laughs> That's outstanding. I thought you were going to say best feet picks of 2022 or something. Oh, my gosh. I, I, can, I can talk for hours about every single wicket in that 38-wicket yeah, uh, summer. Yeah. Big handlebar moustache oh, I had, I had handlebars too, yeah, for yeah. a bit playing yeah. cricket because of Jono. Um, and <laughs> Don't nickname him. Jono. <laughs> <laughs> already got pretty. You can't have two, mate. Yeah. Uh, and look, number one is... <laughs> people call him Jono in the cricket circle. So that's now. his mates, I think. Number one for me, um, it has a pretty funny story attached to it. It was we'd, we'd had a big Saturday night, um, and one of the boys throws on old Warney highlights. Yeah. This is this yeah. is before he's passed away. Yeah. Um, and you know we're getting a bit carried away, and all of a sudden in the living room the red and blues start flashing. Oh no! Open the door. There's two cops right there. They're like, boys, we've just had a complaint. What's going on? And I'm at the front door. And they oh, can... I can see four cops. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, boys, yeah, this is going to sound silly, but. We're just watching Shane Warne highlights. <laughs> one of the boys has dropped the remote and the next wicket's played full volume. And, like, old mates looked at me and gone, boys, that, oh, that was really well bowled, but you're going to have to come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I was like, oh, and I, I didn't know what to do, so I, I said, oh, would you like to come watch the rest of it? <laughs> The cop said no and <laughs> moved on. Uh, so my number one is now Shane Warne highlights, especially after oh he passed my away. God. Yeah. Are you kidding me? That's yeah, there you go, boys. Absolutely outstanding. With all the stats, trends, and betting you need to know, this is The Offload. All right, Liam, as always, let's kick it off with Don't Argue. Let's go. So there was... One, two, three, four, five hat tricks scored mm. yeah. over the weekend. It's I, good I, weekend. I tried to look back and see if that was a record, but that's probably a bit too niche. Uh, but let me read them through for you. Xavier Coates was 16 to score a hat trick, mm. has now scored at least one try in five of his last six appearances. Amy Park in the Rabbits. Bulldogs game, both Latrell and Campbell Graham. That's were, incredible, wasn't it? They were $19 to oh, score a hat trick. I each. said to my mate, before the game, or like that morning, I was like, Trell's going to score a Hattie today. And then it was my girlfriend's birthday. Happy birthday, Gabby. And her family came around just before the game started and I didn't get a chance to put my bet <laughs> on. And then at halftime, I checked the scores and yeah. Anyway, yeah, I was, I was Happy birthday, Gabby. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say heart say, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, Latrell and Campbell Graham combined would have beat 14 of the 16 teams wow. that played on the weekend. Wow. They yep. combined for 38 points. Jesus. Uh, Chaos Finns Sarko was 21 to score a try, and it was his uh, a hat trick, and it was his first hat trick of his career. Wow, really? he's yeah. starting to lead away in the point scoring too. Yeah, he's starting to streak. Well, I think yeah. he's like 70 odd. Yeah, he is this is crazy. Yeah. And then the last hat trick of the round was Dylan Edwards. He actually scored yeah. four. Mm. We don't have a market for four tries. We don't have to focus on that one either. Uh, what about our <laughs> punters' pals for the week ahead or the week that was? So Jackson Paulo <laughs> on the right wing for the Roosters has now scored at least one try in the Chookies' last four games. Wow. He's $2.30 to go over against the Sharks yeah, right, okay. on the weekend. Okay. 
The Hammer continues to be a punter's pal. Yeah. He's now scored in six games for the Dolphins. Incredible. Uh, he's played two games against Souths in his career and has scored against them once. Uh, so if you, if you'd like him to go seven in a row, we'll talk about that in a little bit. I'm has has anyone ever gone? I oh know it's a bit earlier to say. Has anyone ever gone every single? I've scored every single game. Oh, in the NRL season, AJ's the only yeah, one. In the NRL era. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say Johnston did go close though. Yeah, but it me. wasn't in every game. No. No, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, no. that'd be a yeah. pretty cool record. To I'll break. have to try and find the stats for that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gold Coast ha- were a punters' power this week. They have now won. They've won each of its last ten games as a home favorite and are a dollar eighty at kickoff. So wow. as okay. much value for a favorite as you're going to get. That was a good win that um, too. Staying, yeah. uh, staying at Seabus Super Stadium, Ben Hunt has now scored at least one try in each of his last five appearances against the Titans at Seabus. Mm-hmm. That was $3.10 when he went over yep. right at the end. Bit of value. Have you got some tips for us for round seven? Yep, yep. So we're going to start with Thursday's game, Dolphins versus Souths. Mm. Trell Mitt has scored at least one try in each of his last four appearances at Suncorp Stadium. Mm. He's $2.30 any time and $7.50 for a double. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you like the hammer to make it seven games in a row, he's $2.35. If you multi both those boys up, any time try scorers, that is $5.25. Yeah. All right, okay, like that. I like that. Sharks, Roosters. So Sydney has won each of his last seven games against Cronulla. Uh, and I mentioned Jackson Paulo scored in four of the last Roosters games. Another try scorer I like in this one, Sione Katoa. He's scored a try in each of his last six home appearances and is $2.15 to score. Multi that up, that's $8.21. Yeah, okay. Ooh. All right. Yeah, that's a good bet. Juicy. My game of the round is the Battle of Brookvale. I've always, growing up, that was one of my favorite rivalries ever. Um, Cameron Munster, as we know, has been shifted to fullback for this game and has scored a try in each of Melbourne's last three matches. I'm going to be getting on him myself. Mm. He's currently $2.70 anytime $2. try scorer. I like that. I like that a lot. I think I'm just going to – sorry to interrupt no, no, no. your flow there. Go for it, my man. Um, Jared, you won't like this one, but Kelma Tuolangi has become a real target for attacking teams, mm-hmm. defending on that left edge. Yeah. Um, KO Weeks was there last week, and you know we can't blame him too much, only playing in his – third or fourth NRL game. game. But Kelmo in particular, it's not that he's a bad tackler, it's just his decision-making and his positioning in the line is is causing a lot of problems for Manly on that on that edge. And I think that's where Jerome Hughes and Ellie Katoa are going to be running this week. Um, and that's also where I think Cameron Munster is oh. going to pop up a lot running off Jerome Hughes. So, yeah, I like Munster any time in that. Yep. Run in pairs is what you're telling me. Mm. There you go. <laughs> All right. I hate... That, but <laughs> <laughs> sorry, so, but I, sorry, but Jared. I, I but he will get on it. Well, I was gonna say, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I hate that, but I cannot argue with it at all. Try your eyes at the hundred dollar bills. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what about if you're not first, you're last. Pretty, pretty boring this week, especially after last week getting a hundred and one dollar hits. Yeah, fair enough. Jake Avarillo was the biggest first try scorer <laughs> that hit on the weekend at nineteen dollars. Mm. We had fifteen bets on him, the biggest being twenty five. So nothing. Pretty forgettable week. Nothing there. to write home on there. What about the bad beats? So you know, you know, I'm, I love my Queensland bias. So I'm going to talk about two Queensland teams here. I do here. know that. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to start up north. Cowboys head to head. They were at dollar twenty eight heading into the game mm. against the Dolphins. Mm. 
Uh, and as we all know, the Dolphins beat them by 10 points. The line was also set at a massive 11 and a half. The most notable uh, bad beat here was one punter had 8K on the Cowboys to cover, which they obviously got nowhere near. They're in all sorts, the cows, aren't they? Yeah, they are in all sorts. Yeah, it's it's very worrying. This is the... <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. Like, it's pretty bold for you, Drew. I'm not it's sure what yeah, you yeah, come yeah. here for. Sign up at Rugby League, right? I'm not sure what to say. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, they're, they're hard to get a read on. They're playing a very similar style of footy to the... To what they did last, last year, year yeah. Yeah. their whole their whole game plan last year was just compete, comp- uh, compete and complete. Like their their errors were down. They fought for every tackle um, and they won most of them. And then they just stayed patient. They kicked to the corners. Chatty Townsend just kept putting it down the other end. And then their kick chase was always some of the best in the competition. Mm. Mm. And they just ground teams out of games. It was multiple times last year. It was tied up with five ten minutes to go. And then Val or Scotty or Tom Dearden would do something mean and they'd win. Yeah, they're doing the same thing now, but they. They're well, just not staying in the grind. Their new motto is complete defeat. <laughs> well played. <laughs> so they're, uh, the cows are... Drow just dabbed for all the audience. He fins up. So the cows cows take on the Warriors in New Zealand on the weekend and $1.91 to beat them. The Warriors $1.87. This is the mm. first time. We're seven rounds into the tournament. This is the first time the bookies have actually started to cotton on to the fact that the cows might no. be the prelim yeah. team yeah. that they were mm. last year. Okay. Now we have to talk about the Bronx. Okay. So <laughs> Bronx head-to-head, they were $1.18 heading into the game oh, against Canberra. Oh, which was the shortest of the week. Oh, yeah. There would have been some money on them too. Yeah. Um, Canberra hadn't beaten the Broncos in 12 years at Suncorp. Um, wow. 27% or something, their record there is terrible. Wow, yeah. yeah. But I, I, I couldn't find any major holds on the Broncos. Oh. So once again, people kind of seeing things and maybe we didn't. The only bad beat I could find was one punter had 4K on the Bronx to cover. The line was 18 and a half oh, points. Oh yeah, wow. So that's a big old line. Any, wow. any stretch, and isn't look, it? I've, whenever, and you know, everyone asks if if it's a massive double digit line, you, you're better off taking the unders. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. It's, yeah. So what, what about movement in futures markets this week? I actually saw earlier in the week. The Bulldogs price that you've got up here, they're back out again, but they were into $26 at one point after being absolutely destroyed. Yeah, they're up They're up now in a big way. Yeah. Um, and I think we kind of, we probably suspended it after Kikau's yeah. injury, so I can't check it right now. But Bronx have fallen out of the top three favourites and the Storm are back into the top three. Mm. Um, there's not a lot of movement in the top eight. But the bottom eight teams are really starting to slide back now. Yep. So the cows are twenty six into forty one. Oh. The dogs, I've got them at thirty one into forty one. Uh, but that might change with kick out. Yeah. Now being out, uh, the dragons uh, were down from a hundred last week, but now they're eighty one back into hundred and one. West Tigers, watch. Yeah. <laughs> Someone send help. Yeah. One of my favourite segments of the show. If you thought last week was grim, boys, you haven't seen anything yet. They were last week. They were twenty six bucks to make the eight. They're now out to sixty seven just, just to, make to make the eight. eight. Yeah, wow. They're one hundred and one into two hundred and one to make the oh. top four. Yeah. 201 into 301 to win the comp. I checked with the bookies to see if we had any delusional Tigers fans in the books. We only have th- we're only holding three bets on the Tigers to win the comp at all. 
all three punters have a hundred bucks on them, and they got them in preseason at forty-one dollars. Oh. <laughs> so I'd say that's a bad beat right there. Yeah. Yeah. That me. is yeah. a bad beat. Yeah, you should. They should actually take more money off those guys. Yeah. At the end of the year, I would be calling up to have that bet cancelled. Those, at this point, honestly, I don't want to be looking at that for the yeah. next twenty-six weeks. Those three punters, I'll, I'll send you my bank details. You can send me the hundred bucks. <laughs> You'll get the same result. All right, and finally, don't tell the miso. Yeah. So I, I promised the punters an open group that I'd toot our horn this week after the monster week we had in open groups. Mm -hmm. For those that aren't in open groups or know what it is, it's uh, on the Neds app. It's a great little chat room. We're all in. We're talking footy, sharing bets. Um, and now we're having banter with... Yeah, Mountain Dew is really at play every week. Very well, yeah. bizarre characters. Um, <laughs> this, this week was our best round by far this year. Between Oscar and I, we hit a same game multi in five of the eight games. Oh, oh. Get that up. Get into these open yeah, the, groups, yeah, honestly. Yeah, You're yeah. doing yourself a disservice. I got too blind on the weekend. I didn't yeah. get in there. So. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and, and so that's pretty impressive. And when you compare it to the AFL, who had zero winning bet slips oh, at all. Again. Good for is you, it, if they putting They're putting tips in there, too, are they? Dill's tipping. So. I, actually, fair point to note, we could have talked about this in the multi later on. The only person that got a leg home in their multi last week was With Dylan. Dylan. Yeah. How horrific they, are they going, honestly? No. They got on the first goal kicker of the round. So the multi was dead <laughs> on the first goal of the I round. It, was, it tells you all you need to yeah, know about that. Was, that was AFL Jason Ackermanis that picked that, I think. Yeah, oh, yeah no doubt. Yeah. Um, Over so, under seven and a half handstands <laughs> in the game. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let me let me run through the multis that Oscar and I hit. Um, so I'll, I'll run through the week properly. So I had the Storm to win Coates anytime try score and Munster anytime try score on Thursday at $9.32. Mm -hmm. It was a very good Friday for me. I had South head to head, Latrell anytime and Campbell Graham anytime at $5.91. That was the easiest yeah. bet of Easy, the year. Yeah. Yeah. And then rolled it straight into Asako and Val Holmes anytime at yeah, $6.08. That nice. That's where my luck stopped, but Oscar stepped in and yep. helped oh. the punters out. It's a team be. effort, this. It's no, a team yeah. podcast and it's a team effort in the open group. Oh. Oscar clutched up in the pen. Panthers game. He had Panthers 13 plus and Cleary anytime try scorer, which he got on the Hooter. Four dollars ninety five. Thirty seconds to go. And then in the Titans game, Oscar had any team by less than ten and a half. And Helensvale's own Jaden Campbell anytime anytime try scorer. Yep. I didn't write the price on that. I can't believe it. Oh, it was like twenty eight. Uh, yeah, bucks or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was good. That it was, was really good. Had a shocker here, boys. Yeah. <laughs> um, all up, we had ten winning bet slips in the NRL open groups, and once again, the AFL had zero. For yeah. those that didn't hear that, that's the big win of the week. It's not even fun anymore. No, yeah. it's, it's actually like, not fun anymore. Well, it is fun, but yeah. it's we need not some competition. Yeah, yeah, I need someone to bring the best out of yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. So that was our wins. Let's talk about the punters' wins now. All right. Um, so we've got some pretty good ones this week. Ten dollars into one thousand seven hundred forty-six. Yeah, yeah nice. like that. This bloke had the Dolphins to win, which is three dollars, I think, yeah. at the kick at kickoff. Mm, yeah, he had felt to score two or more Val anytime and the Hammer anytime. Wow, which is paying one hundred seventy-four dollars. Yeah. Well, wow. That makes sense with the Dolphins winning and then felt scoring Scored twice. twice. Yeah. yeah, that's a bit of value. Uh, this next one is 25 into 4,218. So a heap of try scorers here. I've, I think I've gone in order. We've gone Jackson Paulo, Latrell, Val Holmes, Brian To'o, Selwyn Cobbo, Ravalawa, who scored one of the tries yeah. of the round, if you ask yeah, me. How do you stop that? And then Dom Young. Uh, this next one was pretty decent odds. $10 into 3,643. Yeah, this is what I live for, honestly. Yeah, yeah, this is what I live for. Imagine just opening up and thinking, oh. boom. Yeah. yeah, thank you very much. 
We have over... Seen missing and we're lighting a trash can on outside <laughs> the goes up. 8 a.m. <laughs> on a Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> we, so this this bloke's taking overs in the Dogs and Bunnies game. South 13 nice. plus. Latrell to score two. And then Finns to win. Hammer anytime try score it. Val anytime try score it. He might have been in open groups because there are a lot of the ones that we were tipping yeah, yeah. just yeah. quietly. Oh, that was it. And that's Sorry. It. That was it. The Neds NRL Punting Podcast Multi. Boys, two weeks ago, three legs home from four. Gerald, Oscar, Jared, Liam let the team down. That's mm. still the biggest hit. But then last week, I miss, Oscar missed, mm. and Gerald missed, and no. Liam was the only one that got one home. Look, so together over a fortnight, we're really good betters. <laughs> and look, I'm, I'm not going to hang shit on you fellas. It's a team effort. We're all here to you know, put a multi in, but you know. I was the only one that got one up last week, so have a Shut look up, at yourselves. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> In winning form, Liam, why don't you kick us off this week? Yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I used to do that on the NFL pod all the yeah. time. I forgot what multi-leg. You're up to the big leagues here, though. Yeah. This isn't the NFL. All right, so I'm rolling into the week with the Roosters to beat the Sharks. $1.75 is mm. what they're paying. I, the Roosters have had their number for the last six games, I think was what I just read out. Um, so I'm, that's where I'm going. Oh, that scares me, that game. Mm. I, mind you, a lot of head-to-head games this weekend scare yeah. me. I reckon and this is a really tough round. We, we talked about it in the office earlier, and you said that you were thinking about taking the Sharks. I was. And, yeah. and, and I, I, I decided yeah. maybe not to go yeah. here, but you got to back yourself. Do you think we probably need to talk a little bit more yeah. about these, or are we just going to do them? Well, I threw that up a few weeks ago, and you just told me to and get we it. We got yeah, <laughs> radio silence. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, no, I don't want. Uh, Sharky's going to miss Dale, Fanukin, and Toby Rudolph. Yeah, okay. So their middle's decimated. Well, not decimated, but, you know, weaker than it could yeah. be. Lesser. And, and yeah. the, the Chookies yeah. will be better off for losing against the Storm last week. I think they'll mm. come out pretty Look, hard. Yeah. Bruce has beat themselves last week. They yeah. completed at like 60%. They gave yeah. away a penalty every time they got Melbourne. Robinson they they, they yeah. won't do that They'll two weeks in a row. They are a side that rarely loses yeah. twice in a row. That's yeah. for sure. Gerard, nice. where are we going second Battle this of week? Brookie. Let's go. Uh, I've gone Melbourne yeah. head-to-head. Yeah, Apologies, Jarrah, but I just... It, it's good value. Uh, dollar, $1.53. Uh, I just think it's, mm. it's always a great match, but I, I love watching Cameron Munster at fullback. <clears throat> like I said before, earlier in the potty, I don't think Tommy is at his best. Um, they'll put up a fight, don't get me wrong, but I think Melbourne win it. Okay, well, <laughs> leg number three is um, – what are you laughing at? I just <laughs> thought of something funny. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. Um, leg number three is me this week. The Panthers are taking on – the Knights in the Hunter. Yep. Now, we were talking about this earlier in the day, weren't we, Liam? And the Knights have been an improved side in the last couple of weeks, but the Panthers have just gone to another level mm. again. Yep. Stephen Crichton has been one of their favourite targets for the entire Critter. season. Critter, your mate Critter. Yeah, g'day, mate. How are you? <laughs> I, uh, for a while, actually considered Crichton two tries or more as my leg, but I've got a lot more conservative here because you can have a dollar ninety four anytime yeah, try scorer that's nice. for Stephen Crichton this week, like and that. that's where I've gone. Oscar, bring us home. Yeah, I've gone for glory here, boys. So apologies in advance. No, no, I, I like or, this, but, or, it's a, but it's the last one. Or you're welcome in advance. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the last one. So if we if we're all you know gathered around the TV, that's right, yeah. cheering at home, seven thirty Saturday night, Bronx take on the Titans. I'm going to take David Fafita anytime try scorer. I think the Titans. How do I feel about that, me going, yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> I miss you. <laughs> Kiss me. I want him. <laughs> I think um, Titans get uh, Kieran Foran back this week. I think Foz has been instrumental to uh, bringing Dave Fafita into the game. Yep. He's averaging career high running meters. 
He is one try assist away from beating his uh, season assist tally. He's got four try assists already, this or three, and four mm. might be his best of the season. So he mightn't be scoring as many tries. In fact, I think six games is his longest try scoring drought since 2019. Oh. So it's been a minute since he's crossed the line, but he's doing everything else uh, as well as he's done throughout his career. And I think running at um, my little mate, Adam Reynolds. Yeah, I think Foran can square up Jordan Ricky, And I think my mate, uh, Adam Reynolds, I love him. And I miss him at the Bunnies, but um, I think one-on-one, if Foz can get Fafita at Renault on the line, I think that's uh, that's green tips And on the us. weekend, like, if we're, you know, we obviously want this to get home. We need this to get home, boys. Yep. Um, David Fafita just didn't look – like, there were so many times he could have scored on the weekend. Yeah. He just kept passing. He kept passing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, having Foz there, I think, is going to straighten him up a yep. little bit more and yep. run the ball. So, yeah, let's Bring get, it on, let's get this home. We do need this one home too, don't we? Because we've had one winner this season, round one, and it was $7.50 now. How this many is round seven. How many did we get home so last year? We got five, four home four, last four. year. Okay. As long as we bring minimum of eleven dollars though, there was the, like a twenty-one dollar. Yeah. The one AFL still have well. fifty cents on us at the moment because they got a seven dollar fifty-one home. No, so we need okay. to, you know. Well, this is our week to move, and I think it could be a very nice one. This one recapping: Liam Roosters to win a dollar seventy-five, Gerald Storm up. to win a dollar fifty-three, Jared Stephen Crichton anytime try a dollar ninety-four, Oscar Fafita, David Fafita, yes, anytime mm, try score three dollars and ten cents. Yes, thanks to the Neds bookies, seventeen dollars. Wow, yeah. that's what we're talking now about. Now that puts us uh, yeah. ready to rumble. Yeah. All right, like it, really like that one. Punters, the Neds NRL punting podcast multi is already built for you convenience it's available under nrl round specials at neds.com.au or on the neds app guys it is time for our final thoughts of the week let's start with you gerald yeah well i said it i think it was last week or the week mm, before a theory this. about this right yep. yes uh, and we needed not that we wanted but we needed the broncos to lose this weekend i, I said it i think i said around four mm. that if the theory was going to happen with my other great team the gooners the gunners um, <laughs> if they go on to win the comp, everything that's added up to this moment, I think they needed to lose against the Raiders, the Broncos. Mm. And it's, look, it it's happened. happened. And we didn't think we were going to lose against the Raiders. Yeah. And I said, it in the, I said it in the WhatsApp group of us, I said, load up on them, baby, because the Gooners were posted, they had to lose to uh, um, Liverpool on the weekend. Arsenal mm. did, and they didn't. They drew. So it keeps it alive. But if they go on and win the Premier League, I'm telling you what, the Broncos win the The Premier sports Park. stars are aligned. They do. Though. They yeah. do. So I'm telling you, ladies, you know, any Broncos supporters out there, go get up. Go, what, go get on them. What were they for the Premiership again now? $7.50. Oh, it's a little bit juicy. It's a little mm. bit juicy. You're not going to get them for that price the rest of the season because we're going to go straight back up. <laughs> well, we've gone backwards, right? We, we, we come in. <laughs> well, maybe wait until after this week. <laughs> That's my final thought. Oscar. Well, I'm sorry that I didn't get this one in last week. I must have been off my game, but my final thought last week, I which I'm about to say with my guts, which I'm gonna, <laughs> even better. <laughs> I'm going to uh, make it my final thought for this week. Jared Croker made his return to the oh. NRL last weekend in a winning effort. In a winning effort, um, look, he didn't do anything amazing, but Jared's the kind of guy he mightn't win you many games at this point of his career maybe, but he's not going to lose you many either. Um, I thought it was great to see Jared back 
in the NRL last week and named again this weekend. Um, and then also Angus Crichton makes his return to Rugby League, yep. playing New South Wales Cup this week um, for the Roosters. Great to hear Angus um, obviously feeling better and yep. um, on track to make a return to first grade soon, which is scary for the Roosters who are going to have a terrifying pack once they're back to full strength. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, shout out to um, Croaks and to Gus Crichton. He just doesn't, he just doesn't go away. He beat me in that grand final. Fucking uh, Croaks. Croaks. Back in 2007. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I hope he gets a 300. I hope he gets a 300. He'll make How it. How far off is he? I think he's got seven games to go. Yeah, he'll Something get like there. Yeah, well, sure. Get there. Surely they gift it to him. They're not doing it. Me, me little mate Benny Hunt actually. Give him the seven games. Against the Cows this year. So it's probably like, a, I think, just five weeks away. Yeah. Four, we- uh, four weeks away. 300. 300. If, if everything goes to plan, touch wood. He'll play his uh, 300 game in Townville, and guess we'll be up there. Ooh. The Mad Cow. Oh, <laughs> NRL punting yeah, podcast. I just decided. <laughs> what do you got for us, Liam? Look, I, I said it to you boys during the during the weekend uh, after Ben Hunt scored that try. We need to build that man st- a statue. Like he's yeah. just, you know, he's about to play his 300th game. Credible mm. player. If he doesn't get one in, in Brisbane, he should probably get one in Wollongong because he's been huge for those mm. boys for a very long time. Build Ben Hunt a statue. That's my campaign this Doza. year. <laughs> what are we calling the podcast this week? Doza! <laughs> this is just the laziest segment, is it? We either don't remember or it's just the word that happened prior to no, me asking the question. I was thinking about it during the day today, but I didn't know what you fellas were going to talk about, so I didn't know what well, what relevant You knew what you were going to talk about. Well, that's what what all I thought was SOS, save our scrums. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, that could be. I don't know that. What were you going to say then? Oh, I was going to say something around, because <laughs> obviously the Masters finished on You know how they yell out when they tee off? Yeah. It's like, Max Potato! Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just weird shit like that. Maybe we just, I don't know, lollipop sticks or something. I don't know. <laughs> Rocks on the floor, sunshine! Oh. <laughs> Maybe just oh, random dumpster words. Fires. Yeah, yeah. Dumpster fires. Really Bentio's like dumpster fires. Dumpster fires? <laughs> the dumpster There's fire. something there we can work on. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, what is it? Because we have to decide right now. <laughs> it's not our job. I, 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 I named it last week. Kind of like lollipop sticks now, to be honest. Lollipop sticks! <laughs> All right, let's Done. call it SOS. Thank you for yeah. listening to <laughs> SOS this week. Well, f- me then. <laughs> Sorry, Rich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got through like an hour and then he's going to beep twice and Liam saying it and Gerald saying it. In the fight. You did, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Thanks for listening, punters. Enjoy the footy this weekend. If you're having a bet, always remember to gamble responsibly. Thanks for listening to the Ned's NRL Punting Podcast. Remember to like, subscribe and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.